What's up, podcast people? It's Dave, and uh, wanted to get in another episode of Mindless Digital before the end of the month, and so I thought today would be perfect since uh, I'm done for the day here at work. Um, before I get started, wanted to do a shout out to the What Can Go Wrong podcast with Pierre and future Julie. Um, I know it was Julie because Pierre probably does not do reviews, but anyway, uh, I have a website for my show. It's, it's under podcast page. If you go to podcastpage.com, they offer you free, uh, websites for podcasts and, um, you just go in there and set it up. And I did, and uh, so Julie was kind enough to go and do a, a, a review for me on, on my website there, so I appreciate that. So, all right, hope everybody uh, is feeling good. Uh, December's rolling around. We just got through Thanksgiving, and um, so now Christmas is right around the corner. You guys, I'm sure, have been doing your Christmas shopping Checking things off the list, seeing who's naughty, seeing who's nice. Uh, get those good gifts for the uh, nice ones. And the, the better gifts go to the naughty ones, uh, especially the ladies. So looking forward to that. You guys ready to get started? I am. Last couple of weeks, the eyes of America were watching closely as, as two court cases were unfolding. Uh, the first one was the Kyle Rittenhouse. And... Um, I was a guest on Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Correa, and, and he posed the question to me as to my thoughts on on the verdict. And jokingly, I said, uh, I guess it's it's nice to be uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. And then he says, Wow, that's you're gonna you're gonna go with that. And I said, Well, what what can I say? You know. And then he says, Well, what are your real thoughts? It's like, Well. Uh, white privilege at its finest. That was the, my second thought. And uh, so honestly, I didn't really have a whole lot of thoughts on it. I mean, I, I knew it was happening. I knew it was going on in the background, but I wasn't paying much attention. I wasn't following it closely or anything like that. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he, he got the acquittal. And, uh, you know, what else can you say? I mean... I, I didn't really have much much to comment about it. You know, yeah, we can say he shouldn't have been there and all this and all that. And, you know, poor decisions lead to situations like this. And so that's that's basically what it came down to. And for those of you who have been living under a rock here recently or, or past couple of years, um, basically what happened was <clears throat> Kyle Rittenhouse was on trial for fatally shooting two men and then wounding a third person. Uh, during a protest demonstration, I think it was on August 25th, 2020, in Kenosha, Wisconsin. So basically, people were rioting, looting, and, and stuff like this because of a... Uh, it was an incident that took place um, after a police officer shot and killed a black man by the name of Jacob Blake there in Kenosha. And so as a result, you know, people went crazy. They start looting and damaging buildings and, and property. And so he drove, I guess he drove, from Illinois to Kenosha, Wisconsin, 17 years old, uh, armed. And uh, he also brought a, um, uh, a first aid kit 
to uh, give medical aid uh, for people who needed it. And he was helping police the streets. Now, um, I don't know about you, but I don't think that a 17-year-old is really mentally equipped to make those kinds of decisions. You know, I know some of you are going to say, well, Dave, well, what about, um, what about those 18-year-olds that go into the military? Well, those 18-year-olds that go into the military, one, they're defending our country. And two, they're being trained before they're let loose. I don't know what kind of training this guy had. I know he has or has or had hopes of being a police officer. So I guess he just from watching, I don't know, movies, playing video games and, and, and daydreaming about being a cop, he felt that he was qualified to go out and assist. I don't know. Most 17-year-olds wouldn't have decided to do that. They would have stayed home. And that's basically where he should have been. He should have been at home. But instead, he was out there with these grown men. And, and you know, he was helping protect these businesses and, and was there to provide medical aid with his little medical kit. Um, but uh, he was faced with the situation where he had to defend himself. And honestly... If you carry a weapon, if you carry a rifle, a handgun, or any any type of, uh, you know, uh, a weapon, firearm, um, you will eventually be faced with the situation that if you draw that, if you take it out and brandish it, you will have to make the decision of whether to use it or not, because someone will take it away from you and use it. So... That responsibility falls on the owner. If you know that you're going to, you know, collect firearms and keep them in your house, somebody breaks in your house and you pull that gun out, you better be prepared to use it. And then if you use it and you shoot someone or kill someone, you better be prepared for what's going to happen afterwards and how you're going to feel about it. Because it's it's not something that's, that's to be taken lightly. I mean, you're taking someone's life. And so, you know, he was put in this situation because of his decision. And yes, I know people are going to say, well, you know, he was defending himself. It was self-defense. Great. He was self-defense. Shouldn't have been in their first place, you know. But he was there. And um, the first guy came at him and, and, you know, he shot him. He shot a second guy and then the third guy, Right. And so two of the three people that he shot died. They were killed. The third one was wounded. It was fairly serious wound. And so, you know, he went on trial. And uh, they had these charges against him. He had first-degree intentional homicide, first-degree reckless homicide, attempted first-degree intentional homicide, uh... And first degree, recklessly endangering safety, which was two counts of that. So in all, he had a total of five counts against him. Okay. Big deal for 17-year-old. He could have been facing, I think, what was it, life in prison? I don't know if it was a death sentence or not. But his lawyers argued it was self-defense as each of his victims threatened him or posed a threat to him on those three separate instances that night. And so he, he, he got the acquittal. Now, is this surprising? Not really. Not to me. 
Was this a case of our court system functioning as it was meant to function? Possibly. Was it white privilege at its finest? For sure. I do believe that. I do believe that because had it been reversed, had it been uh, a black person that shot three people that night as he was helping police the streets, I think it would have been a different outcome. Did his attorney do an awesome job at proving his innocence? Probably. He probably did did a good one. They did the 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 def, or the uh, prosecuting attorney just did not do a good enough job. Or was this America saying Kyle Rittenhouse is not going to be collateral damage as a result of the death of a black man that started this whole thing? My answer to that is yes. I think that's what it came down to. It's like this whole situation started because of this, this, this black person, this black guy that was killed. Everything unfolded because of that. Put him in this situation because he chose to be there. Kills two people, wounds a third one, goes to trial. 17-year-old white male. America says, nope, can't do that. So you got to quit it. Now, I'm just going to say this. I didn't say it before, but I'm going to say that these are my thoughts. This is the stuff that's floating around in my empty head. This is mindless digital at its finest. Okay? So these are my thoughts. You can argue with me. You can comment. You can, you know, say, David, you're full of shit. But this is what I think and this is what I believe. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. So let's look at the second case. Ahmad Arbery, his murder, death. 25-year-old black man killed outside of Brunswick, Georgia. So Arbery was jogging through this neighborhood of Saltillo Shores. And then um, he's seen by this father and son as he runs by his house, by their house. So they pursue them armed in their pickup truck. A third man sees them pursuing him. He jumps in his truck, armed, and gives chase. So the first truck, which uh, had the son and the father, they catch up to him, and they they attempt to detain him. Okay? Now, they saw him running through the neighborhood and automatically thought, this guy must be up to no good. Maybe he committed a burglary, he stole something, whatever. So they stopped him. So after stopping him, one of the men, the son, Travis McMichael, gets out with his shotgun and he approaches Arbery. Starts to tell him, hey, what are you doing here? Tries to keep him from taking off. They end up getting into a little altercation. They get into a fight. And in the process, the gun goes off and he shoots him and kills Arbery. The third man, William Bryan, which was, like I said, he was in a separate vehicle and joined the pursuit, but wasn't sure why they were chasing him. He just joined in. During this whole time, Bryan was um, recording everything on his cell phone, right, from start to finish. Then following the shooting... You know, cops show up, 
They started investigating, but no arrests were made. No one got no one got arrested. Everybody just went home. It wasn't until after the video of the shooting was being shared, you know, on the news channels, social media, online. People were looking at it, sharing it, passing it on. It wasn't until then that uh, arrests were made. Almost three months later, the three men were arrested and brought up on charges. November 24th, 2021, they're convicted of multiple murder counts. Okay. So there's a saying that sports is a microcosm of society and it mirrors life. How so, Dave? Well, they're winners and losers. We also use sports as a metaphor in life with different little sayings like, uh, he really hit a home run on finding that chick or marrying her. Or we just want a level playing field. We just want everything to be equal. Uh, what about, I've done my part, now the ball is in your court. Or, you know, that performance was, was, was below par. Your work is below par. We use these sayings. These are all terms in sports that we use in life. But you know what? Sports can also be rigged. Can life be rigged? Heck yeah, life is rigged. What if I said the Ahmad Arbery decision was rigged? Would you guys believe that? Do you think, Dave, you're fucking nuts, man. How can that be? Is it possible? I'm just going to put this out there. Is it possible that there was a conviction in the Arbery case because Rittenhouse was acquitted. You got these two cases going on simultaneously. Is that possible? You guys believe that? Or am I nuts? Look at Arbery had he had previous run-ins with the law. Okay? They also have him on video, on surveillance video, entering the house or entering a house that's under construction in that same neighborhood. Five different occasions. Now, he didn't steal anything, but he did go in. So it makes you wonder, why was he there? I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm not saying that he did anything wrong. I'm not saying that the uh, previous run with the law had anything to do with this. I'm just saying. That's in his history. The defense attorney, he could have spun this case using that information in his client's favor. He also had the jury going for them. 11 whites and one person of color. It could have happened. They could have possibly gotten an acquittal themselves. Here's my thought. Those three men were convicted. Because had they been acquitted, all hell would have broken loose. You know that, I know that, everybody out there knows that. We would have seen rioting, looting, probably more killings, more deaths, more injuries. People would have gone nuts if those men were set free. 
Instead, we got the conviction and keep the peace. They owed us that one. That's what people were thinking. Got to be careful with this one, guys. Can't get it wrong. If we do, America's going to burn. I'm going to say it again. They owed us that one. Believe it or not. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I know it's a short one, but just wanted to put that out there and see what you guys think. I'll see you next time. Later. Oh,